Hey, this is Kate, and you're listening to the Self Love Podcast Quality and You. Quality in You is a self-love podcast dedicated to help you learn to build inner quality through self-love and self-development techniques. It's not about obtaining external labels and qualities. It's about quality in you. For those of you who don't already know me, I'm Kate. I'm a single mom from Southern West Virginia. I started my journey in self-awareness three years ago and have since then dedicated my life to learning and growing into how to become a better person, a better me. There are four steps that you go through when you decide to embark on this journey of mindful or conscious living. Step one is I want to be. Step two, I'm going to be. Step three, I'm becoming. Step four, I am. Let's start with step one, the I want to be. Why does it feel like when we approach life from this standpoint, from I want this car, I want this house, I want X amount of money, or even I want love, that we never get it from this mindset? When you say that you want something, what you're really saying is I don't have this. I'm coming at this from a lack of. Wanting something is still a lack of. Anything that you want is because you don't already have. The reason that it's so important that I break this down and that we understand when we say that we want something, we're really saying that we lack something is because of the simple rule of law of attraction. Anytime that you say that you want anything, you're saying, I don't have this. And that's putting that out in your vibration. Your vibe attracts your tribe, just like it attracts everything else to you. So if you're constantly putting out wants, things that you think that you need, then you're constantly putting out a vibration of, I don't have this. So what's that going to do? In return, that's going to bring you more of what you're putting out. More of, I don't have. More of, I lack this. It's important that we start here because this is where most people are. This is where I was, in the state of, I want. One of the first places to start in fixing this step one problem we all seem to carry with us is changing our wording. It is scientifically proven that words we use literally change our brains. Think of Martin Luther King Jr. when he described his dream in his speech. We clearly saw that his beliefs were formed by words and that they could also be changed by words. Words have the power to transform your emotions. Words have the power to shape the course of your destiny. So think about that. If what you're saying is directly going to affect your future, do you want to approach it from this step one, I want, this I like? Do you want your future to hold more of that? I didn't think so. So now we ask, how do I change it? In their 2012 book, Words Can Change Your Brain, authors Dr. Andrew Newberg and Mark Robert Waldman state that a single word has the power to influence the expression of genes that regulate physical and emotional stress. Basically, using positive words more often than negative kickstart the motivational centers of the brain and propel them into action. I love that mindfulness and self-awareness has science backing it up. So here's a little science about this particular topic. 
By holding a positive and optimistic word or thought in your mind, you stimulate frontal lobe activity. This area includes specific language centers that connect directly to the motor cortex responsible for moving you into action. As research has shown, the longer you concentrate on positive words, the more you begin to affect other areas of the brain. According to one of the world's leading researchers in happiness, if you want to develop lifelong satisfaction, you should regularly engage in positive thinking about yourself and do so by sharing your happiest events with others through language. If you use your words, your inner dialogues, and your conversations with others to engage in optimism and positivity, you'll find yourself moving in a more life-enhancing direction. So now you see why approaching your life with the constant mindset of, I want this, which is, I like this, is unhealthy and does not bring us the things that we are seeking. Now the fun part. How do we fix it? Where do we go from, I want? How do we shift our mindset to actually achieving what it is that we're looking for? That's step two. We aren't only going to shift our mindset. We're going to shift our language. We're stepping out from the I want version of ourselves to I'm going to be version of ourselves. Did you feel that? That shift in your energy? Just by changing your language, just by coming out of the I want into the I'm going to be, your energy just shifted. It shifted from a state of I like into a state of I'm going to get this. I'm going to accomplish whatever it is that I'm seeking. I love this process. I think it is so exciting. I love the simplicity of it. I love that just by changing your language, changing your words about a particular topic, that it shifts your energy. Literally, it shifted my energy. I feel hopeful. I feel like I got this. I can do this. I am going to be this. You know that that feels better. That feels so much better than saying, oh, I want this or I want that. It feels so much better to say, I'm going to get this or I'm going to get that. It's baby steps like these, like changing our language that's going to lay the foundation for our future higher selves, for who we're seeking to become. That's why I chose to start here, because I feel like when we start at the ground level and work our way up, it'll be so much easier and our foundation will be so much stronger in mindful living. This technique doesn't just only help with this particular topic. This should be applied throughout your entire life. It's called daily affirmations. Basically, how are you talking to yourself? What do you say to yourself about yourself? What are your thoughts that you're having that have to do with the way that you feel, think, and act about you? If you aren't sending yourself positivity through your language, it's time to change it up. I started this with simple ways like post-it notes, things like that. Write something down of positivity about yourself. Some examples would be, I'm worthy. I'm worthy of this or I'm worthy of that. A lot of people say I'm worthy of being loved. You could even say if you're feeling doubtful in your decisions, I can make and am capable of making good decisions. That was one that I used in particular. If you find yourself thinking, how the heck is this going to help me? Just try it. I know that it's simple and that it sounds simple, but sometimes it's the simple things like this that make the biggest impact. I had those same thoughts. I thought, How is a post-it note going to affect how I feel about myself? 
but it does. Reading those positive affirmations about you reminds you that you're too hard on yourself at times. It allows you some space to step back. This space, or as Matt Schaefer calls it, the gap, this is a good space. Do not be scared of this unknown space. You really need to fall in love with this space. This is your creative outlet. This is where you're going to put all of the things that you're seeking. This is the exciting part. This is where you make your list, not of all the things you want, but of all the things you're going to get, all the things you're going to become. This is where you set your planners. This is where your calendar and all your motivational trackers that you may have on your phone, your apps, your diets, your workshops, it all goes into here. Your list needs to be your goals, how you're going to achieve what it is that you're seeking. Put it all in your gap. Make it pretty. Make it big. This is where the new story, the new you is developed. I'm not even going to lie to y'all. I was scared to death of this part when I first started. To me, this was the unknown space. I didn't know what to expect, what to do. I was kind of scared. But once I settled in, I realized this is pretty exciting. This is the first time in my life that I've stood on my own two feet. I got married straight out of high school. This past year, my letting go year, I got divorced. It was an 11-year marriage. We share two kids together. It was very hard. One of the hardest things that I've ever went through. So this space for me was pretty terrifying. I just wasn't sure if I could do it. Thank goodness I had invested my time in learning about self-awareness because without it, I'm not sure that I could have. Or maybe a better way of saying that would be, I'm not sure that I could have ended up feeling and behaving how I am currently. I developed my new story in my gap. That's where I stepped in to step three. That's where you're headed. I'm becoming. I freaking love it. I put so much time and effort into my space, my gap, just really polishing it up and rolling it in glitter. I had no limits and you shouldn't either. So let's talk about step three because that's where we're headed. I'm becoming. What does that mean? Well, for me, it was where we put in the work. This is where the action steps in and pushes the thought of I'm going to be. This is where your behavior changes. You can think different all day long, but if you don't match your behavior and your actions up to those new thoughts, if you don't get those in a line and put the action behind them to put them into place in your life, you aren't going to get very far, if anywhere. In my opinion, this is where a lot of people start falling off, jumping off the train. They think that just because they've changed the way they talk about themselves, the way that they view themselves, and the way that they think, that everything's going to magically fall into place. Now, grant you, this journey does definitely have its magical parts, but it's because of the action that you put behind them. That's what makes it magical. That's what makes it possible and what changes the story. That's what changes your story. And just like with everything else in your life, What you put in is what you get out. So if you're only giving this stuff 30%, then you're only going to get out 30%. 
But if you dedicate 100% of yourself to expanding your consciousness and putting it into action in your everyday life, then I can promise you from experience that you are going to get and reap 100% of the benefit. And I'm here to help you. That's the purpose of this podcast. I'm here to show you the guides and techniques that I used during these processes that worked for me. These techniques really worked or I wouldn't be talking about them. I'm a firm believer in trying something before you tell someone else, hey, this was a really good product or hey, this worked for me. If I didn't try it and didn't apply it to my life, you are not going to hear me talk about it. So rest assured, you're getting Kate Boytech pre-approved products. While you're in this next step, we'll just call it stage three, I am becoming. You are going to go through so many different transitions. Everything from learning how to forgive yourself, to learning how to forgive others, to learning how to release certain people from your life, and you'll learn how to release attachments on every single thing in your life. It also helped me with judgments, having judgments not only on myself, but judgments on other people. And I'm not typically what I would call a judgmental person. I think everybody should just be happy and do them. Do you. What do they say? Do you boo? (laughs) That's truly my mindset. So I was really surprised when I started digging deep and healing things about myself to learn that I had some judgmental tendencies. It's stuff like that that makes this step three process so beautiful. You learn how to release those, to heal those, and let those go so that they're no longer a part of you. Throughout this process, I'm going to show and share with you the different ways that I overcame these things, like judgment, like releasing attachments, like forgiveness of self. That was probably one of the most beneficial parts of this entire journey for me, learning how to forgive myself so that I could develop self-love and self-worth. Each of these podcast episodes will tackle these topics head on. By doing that, by breaking them down to the root of what it is that's causing them, learning how to work through them, then also learning how to overcome them and do better, we are going to develop into the I am, the step four. But before we do that, we have to stay here. I want you to put in the legwork. Put it in. Do it. You'll be so thankful that you did. I want you to start by making your list. Start with your daily affirmations, your positivity towards yourself. Really dig deep and find out what it is that you're saying about yourself. If it's negative, change it. Change the way you talk about you. After you do that and you start applying all those affirmations to your daily life, I want you to sit with your gap, your exciting creative space. Start making your list of your goals and your dreams that you want to achieve. Be mindful of the language you're using while you make this list. Try to stay away from the old I want to you, the I want this version of yourself that we're healing and growing past. Every time you write a goal, before it, write, I'm going to get this, I'm going to get that. It's taking small actions like these that are going to make all the difference. Mindfulness, mindfulness, mindfulness. After we do this, I'm going to make episodes that break down each part of the third step, the I'm becoming. Each topic of this process will have its own episode. Each episode will have its own how-to guide. I found that doing it this way made it easier for me to apply to my life. So that's why I'm sharing it with you like this. It's very important that you build this foundation rock solid so that you have a steady ground to stand on. 
You can't start in kindergarten and then jump to fourth grade and expect to know everything that the second and third grade taught. You have to start from the basics and work your way up. So your homework is to apply steps one and step two, the daily affirmations and the setting your goals list. If you get stuck and you need a break, it's okay to stop, to take a deep breath, to meditate, and to go back at it. This is not a race. I'm so excited for you to apply this to your life. I think you're going to be so surprised at how helpful these small techniques are. And I'm even more excited for you to tune in next time on Quality in You as we dig deep into self-forgiveness. Thank you all so much for joining me today. I hope that you've taken away something from this that can benefit your life. Be sure to subscribe and like our pages. You can find us at www.facebook.com slash Boytech. That's K-A-I-T-B-O-Y-T-E-K. Or our Instagram handle is at kboytech, K-B-O-Y-T-E.